Buckle up your pant legs, zip up your hats, and darken your data. It's time for Sounds About Light, a podcast about Kingdom Hearts Recoded. I'm Sam. I'm Drew. We took a week off because of problems. Yeah. Uh, what was it, Pete pushed you off a cliff? I spent all that time telling people to kill Pete, and Pete broke my arm. <laughs> I was riding my bike to work, and then Pete jumped out in front of my bike, and I broke my arm, so I had to take a week off the show. So I heard you said people should kill me just because I have back problems. How'd <laughs> you like an arm problem? <laughs> I didn't like it, but uh, I'm doing a bit better, so yeah, I'm I'm ready. That's good. Was he dressed as Captain Dark or Captain Justice at the time? Oh, uh, definitely. That's a Captain Dark move for sure. Okay. Yeah, he was he was in his funny little racer, and he pulled out of the parking lot in front of me, and I. Went flying over my handlebars. <laughs> no, he hit you with this little go-kart? Yeah, he hit me with this little go-kart, yeah. Well, we're all glad that your elbow is mostly fine now. Yeah, yeah. Or on the on the way to being mostly fine. Yeah, it'll be a little while, but I, I can kind of use it again, so, yeah. Fine, fine enough to record a podcast. That's right, yes. I, I, I'm able to... <laughs> my elbow can do all the things an elbow needs to do for a podcast. We're removing the elbow segment for this... <laughs> For this duration. Yeah, the um, test your elbow segment will not be there this week, but next week it'll be back. <laughs> yeah, this time you're going to have to make the Donald Duck voice with your mouth. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, th- th- people don't know that's the real trick is it's a, it's really you're manipulating your your hand over your elbow pit, kind of like a for fart sounds, but you make a Donald Duck sound. <laughs> but I'll just do it in my throat this time, I guess. That's fine. Yeah. Well... Where were we? Because I I watched this quite some time ago, uh, as as I believe did you. Well, if I remember right, Riku's got bugs in him. That's right. We we left off on they put bugs in him. Who's to say if it's safe inside Riku? And then they went inside Riku. And it's not safe, but it didn't seem like it was that bad in there. Yeah this this felt like. Uh, there was a there. There must have been a lot of uh, gameplay skipping because basically what happens in this is that Sora just goes from world to world, and every time he walks into a world, it just cuts to Riku walking in and being like, "Thanks, Sora." Yeah, I'm assuming he he just had like some sort of epic fight with a giant Data Heartless, and then yeah, but that's none of our business. No, he's probably fighting like Data Captain Hook and Data. <laughs> <laughs> not not data clayton though he's not there can't can't do that not, one not dayton i don't think i don't think that neverland's in this either that's fine hmm. that's for the best um but yeah the the sort of central hub area that sora goes into first is i mean it's it's basically just a black void that is riku's datascape mm-hmm. sort of speaks to his inner darkness one could say you could say that i don't know that that's what they were going for but you could say that uh and Riku says, Sora, don't 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 be here. There's bugs. You gotta get out. They're they're problems. I think he did he say he was gonna like lock himself down or something? Yeah, I don't know. He's That's fine. Yeah. Riku's hacking himself. It's fine. Uh he offers Sora a mysterious orb of data that he says an unknown user added to Jiminy's journal. I didn't see this coming. No, and I had seen it coming because I've seen it before, and I had completely forgotten about it. Yeah, so someone snuck... <sighs> yeah, I don't... Did we find out what this is in this episode? Because... I don't think we did. Okay, good, because I was like, who the... How's this work? How do you sneak something into someone's journal? Um, 
I guess. I mean, it's it's easy as long as they don't have a girl tech voice lock activated journal. That's true. Yeah, Pete just reached into Sora's pocket at some point and scribbled some stuff in there, and that's what happened. Yeah, you just, I mean, with Jiminy's, it's a little harder because you need a really, really, really small pen. Oh, yeah. Pete, there's no way Pete can manipulate a pen to write into no, Jiminy's, I, Jiminy's little I think book. In this one rare instance, we might have to accept that Pete didn't do it. He did both stuff, though. <laughs> he's the he's the uh, the string puller behind the scenes for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Riku tells Sora uh, to to figure out who put that data here, and if you can solve the mystery of the extra data, then the journal will be restored, and everyone can go back home. Oh, that's right. I said Riku was going to lock himself down. No, this is what he said. He was going to dive into his own darkness, destroying himself along with the bugs. Would that destroy the journal? Or at this point, is is Riku's representation of himself separate from the journal? That's a great question. Okay. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, who the fuck knows? I have no idea, and the good news is it doesn't happen, so we don't need to worry about what would happen good, if it did. Good point, yeah. Uh, I like I like this part here where uh, Riku is like, all right, Sora, you have just enough time to escape. And Sora's like, oh, I have time? Perfect. That means that I have time to save you. And Riku's like, that's not what I said, Sora. Yeah, that's some good Sora shit. I'm glad Data Sora's fun, too. Yeah, uh, but Riku relents, and he he opens up a door to his world of memories, which is full of bugs. And he says, this part of the game is that you're going to go from world to world uh, fighting enemies, and then the next world will open and you'll go. And there's not really much plot to it. Wow, that's so much different than the rest of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with uh, it's with less plot, for sure. Basically, what happens next is that Sora goes from world to world. It's all the worlds that he's already been to. He off-screen fights some bug blocks, and then Riku walks in and they have a chat. Is this like a like a boss rush? The, I don't know. All right, cool. I have I have about as much context as you do for what we're seeing. Okay, in the well, I'm imagining movie. I'm imagining a cool boss rush now. Boss rush, yeah, Ugh. could be a boss rush or like uh, some kind of horde mode fighting off waves of bug blocks. I have no idea. It's the Zork section of the game, just to get a different kind of video game in there. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. That that would be in, in keeping with what little I know about Recoded. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sora goes into the Destiny Islands first, fights blocks, etc. Uh, Riku shows up and they hang out on the old sitting tree. Uh, and Sora asks Riku about when he opened the keyhole here before. And Riku says, yeah, I did that to give you an opportunity to prove yourself with the keyblade and to learn about the datascape. Uh, so that's referring to when the uh, the dark side showed up in the Destiny Islands. Oh, uh, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> Sora is a little offended uh, that Riku is the one who made him fight that big monster. And Riku's like, yeah, sorry. It seemed like a great idea at the time. He was, he was, I mean, it's basically, sorry, Riku, but it's basically what Xehanort did to Ventus in <laughs> Birth by Sleep. Damn. Yeah, that's true. I was sending you to the gym. <laughs> He's a Datasora. He could just, I don't know, reconstitute or something. Yeah, I actually don't know what would happen if Datasora lost a fight. Yeah, you could just make a new one. Yeah, maybe. Because the, the, like, game over screen in a normal Kingdom Hearts game has Sora, like, 
get he's like floating in the darkness and his heart comes out or whatever. I I actually don't know what the death screen is for Data Sora. Turns just in- Chip and Dale <laughs> diligently programming in a new one. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. That's probably too cool for what this game is doing. <laughs> Downloading his memories from the cloud. <laughs> Uh, start hitting a restore point. <laughs> Just, uh, load state. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does Riku said here? Oh, he, Riku explains how he pulled everyone into the data world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does it make sense? Not really. No. <laughs> yeah. He says that, uh, you know, th- this is what we know about Heartless in the real world is that they're they're in the realm of darkness, like, digging away at the barrier into the realm of light. And it sounds like the Data Heartless are basically doing the same thing. They're attacking the walls between worlds and the Datascape, and they were starting to attack the wall into the real world. And he said, oh, there's a, a vulnerability in the, the wall, the barrier between the Datascape and reality. And he pulled the people in the library through it? Yeah, he took advantage of it and just yoinked them right in, I guess. I feel like that... I don't know why they included that. I feel like it made enough sense to be like, Riku like hacked their digitizer gun and just activated it. Right. Yeah, I didn't... It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is what Recoded does to you. I, yeah, I like. I'm enjoying this game more than I was in the first episode, uh, uh-huh. but it's still... I don't know. This is not that good. It doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. You kind of just have to accept that it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh they go back to the hub and then head to Traverse Town. He fights the bugs. Riku shows up. I'm I think I'm gonna stop mentioning that he fights the bugs because that's just gonna keep happening. Uh Riku That's that's what I mean though about like this having a weird like pay, pace to it is that this section is largely... I mean, at first, more stuff will happen later. But the beginning of this section, and I think this is a big part of why I was asleep through it when I watched it originally, <laughs> is just Sora walks into a world that he's already been, and then Riku walks in and says, Thanks, Sora. And then it just like cuts to them talking about something else. Right, yeah. Yeah, uh, they just talk about some... Basically, just like Riku filling in a bunch of like gaps in our knowledge. Yes, and the one here is uh, when when we saw Riku before he had revealed himself uh, in the in Traverse Town. He says, uh, "I wasn't here being evil. I was actually keeping an eye on Huey, Dewey, and Louie to protect them from the Data Heartless." Yeah, uh, and again, uh, Sora's like, "Why didn't you just reveal who you were at the time?" And Riku says, "I you needed to be tougher." Oh yeah, I think he said like he was he was preparing for the possibility that Sora wouldn't be strong enough and that he would have to take care of everything. Right. Yeah. Uh but Sora quotes uh Donald and Goofy and says, "I like getting dragged into your messes, so stop apologizing." That's eh, kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're in Wonderland. Uh Riku immediately arrives and apologizes <laughs> again. <laughs> Yeah, the re- Sora's like, for you, for the love of God, can you stop? It's literally the Riku apology tour. <laughs> he is going on an apology tour. Yeah, they're touring worlds and he's apologizing in all of them. I'm going to apologize on the Destiny Islands. I'm going to apologize in Traverse Town. Yeah. 
Next time I mess up, I'll do that. I'll take someone on a vacation and just keep apologizing the whole time. <laughs> just imagining Riku, like, plugging this tour. <laughs> He's like, uh, if you're in Wonderland on the 14th, I'm going to be apologizing there. Uh, I'll be there with uh, Sora. And then I'll be apologizing uh, at the Cave of Wonders in Agrabah the next night. We've got a lot of tickets available in Deep Jungle. Um, <laughs> God, I hope someone shows up there. But a lot, uh, of, a lot of tickets available for all of them, to be honest. No yeah. one's really buying these things. <laughs> uh, what is he apologizing for this time? Oh, nothing in particular. I think he's just apologizing that the bugs are here. And Sora's like, again, stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh I like this this one, this little scene, because this is the one where uh, Sora talks about getting getting shredded. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. He's like, oh, I've been on this amazing adventure because of you, so stop apologizing, etc. And what does he say? He's, he says something like, I, if you ask me, Riku, you've, you've gotten stronger through all of this, and I know that you won't give in, right? And then he like... <laughs> He, like, laughs and says, sounded pretty good, right? You're not the only one who's grown through all this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Sora is still a child, even if he's made of data. He's he's getting better at inspirational quotes, though. That's right. The machine's learning. Uh, and then Riku calls him a half-pint, and Sora says, don't think I won't remember that when I'm taller than you. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Riku does the classic move of starting to say something and goes, oh, wait, no. I'll tell you later. Uh, Which is weird because this is that's a move that you usually do and then you, they you never get a chance to say it, but right. he does tell him later. Yeah, right. It's usually like you say it on your deathbed or something. It's like, Riku, you're already on the apology tour. Just kind of do it, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh next we go to Agrabah. Uh Riku says, uh, hey, remember when I came here with Mickey to save you? And that didn't work, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sora Sora says um, that's how I know that everything will work out because you got kidnapped and I lost the keyblade but I got it back and we got you back so you're gonna be fine therefore yeah and, uh, Riku says I envy <laughs> he really owns Sora here this he says mean. I envy you you've got a simple world and Sora asks if that's a good thing and he says well I envy whatever makes you think it could be God damn. Damn if it isn't true, though. It, 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 this, I mean, Sora's, Sora's superpower in some ways is just how empty his head is. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, most heroes, if they had this topic, consider all the things happening to them in this series wouldn't be able to like continue. But Sora's superpower is being like, I don't know, fuck it, I'll just keep going. So. <laughs> yeah, we've, We've seen uh, we've seen uh, Sora's dive to the heart, but we will never see his dive to the brain. It's just not worth it. Yeah, that's that's where true darkness is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's pretty much it for that part. So they go back to the hub, uh, and Riku says, uh, "The next door is the door to my innermost data, the source of all sources," which feels a little a little grand for what he's actually saying here. Yeah. Yeah. He says it's the origin of all the bugs, which I find. I guess if he's the journal and the journal is corrupted and the bugs are the journal, then I guess that sure. I thought he wasn't the origin. That's so weird, but okay, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh <laughs> So, Sora Sora then says, "Hey, R- Riku, thanks for everything. The journey's made me stronger, etc." 
and you know you were you were there for me from the very start when I woke up and got the keyblade and referring to when he saw a black coat guy in the uh, the dive to the heart mm-hmm. and Riku says what I didn't I, I first saw you on the island I didn't see you get your keyblade oh yeah this was I was this was neat and I was like oh shit okay cool Someone, there's someone else in here. Oh, someone that maybe you would put some mysterious data in journal. Some dark data, perhaps. Some dark data. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, we we do not find out this time who actually saw Sora in the dive to the heart. Uh, Riku tells Sora to not hold back, no matter what he finds in there, which is because uh, it's demode Riku that he will find in there. Oh yeah. But he says it's like it's the bugs taking his form, I guess. Fine. Yeah. Alright. They're they're strong and fast, but Sora wins. Yahoo! Woo! I think about the I wonder I guess I'll have to figure it out, but the person in black we saw, I'm I'm wondering if that there aren't that many black coat people left alive in outside the journal. So I'm wondering if it's just something as easy as like, oh, that was data Zenmus or something. Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, I was going to say that Riku wears a black coat in the journal, and he never did, but I guess he did wear a black coat. Yeah. He wore a black coat uh, when he was Ansem. Yep. Actually, he wore a black coat when he was Riku in days. Huh? Yeah, Mickey Mickey, and Diz gave him one before he got Ansemed. Maybe it's Mickey, but he's tall. Yeah, it's probably someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a tall, no-ears Mickey. Yeah. Hopefully it's Zigbar. I like Zigbar. We're always happy to see Zigbar. Yeah. Uh, we get one of those data recovery screens. We're at 90%. Conditions for awakening met, it says. And we will kind of learn what that means, sort of, very soon. This shit uh, This shit really made me... I glazed over a little bit at some of this stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, it'll be a minute, but yeah. Uh, Riku congratulates Sora. Uh, and says, uh, I I'm, I really envy you having all these friends who trust you. And Sora says, I trust you, and my friends are your friends too. And then Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, who apparently have just been like listening to all of this the entire time, are just like, yeah, that's right! <laughs> just fully eavesdropping on these two friends talking in the datascape. Yeah, little little weird. Just just on the off chance that they were shouted out at some point. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're just hanging out in front of the hollow bastion keyhole. I guess I don't know what else there is to do there. Yeah, right. Just go grind. Yeah, they should be grinding. There's a lot of rare components you can get here. Oh, good. Fight the invisible soldier heartless that are the worst to deal with. Mm. Uh, but, oh yeah, then there's a, there's a datascape earthquake... And, uh, a data quake. And, uh, Riku, I mean, this doesn't ultimately really matter very much, but Riku's like, Sora, you gotta get out of here now, before the way back closes! And he sends Sora back out and says, thanks for everything, Sora. And Sora returns to Hollow Bastion, and then Riku just gets up and is like, thanks, Sora. (laughs) Yeah, what was any of that? I, I was there, maybe there was gameplay between these things. I guess that's possible. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It was it was some real nothing stakes for five seconds. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but then Riku uh, thanks Sora for debugging him. He he opens up a portal back to the real world for Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, and Jiminy, who I had legitimately forgotten was here. Yeah, I, I usually do too. Uh, but Jiminy, Jiminy's like, oh, it's a little sad having to say goodbye to the world of my own journal. What a what a wild ride it's been, or whatever. And Sora says that they can come back anytime, which is very strange to imagine. <laughs> right. Just anytime real Sora is, like, taking a break on his adventure, Jiminy just, like, goes <laughs> inside the journal. Well, I mean, they got the computer, yeah. I might have, it seems bad in here. It seems like you wouldn't want to go back in here, but, yeah, come come back anytime. Yeah, I mean, we've only, we've only seen it in Corrupted by Bugs form. Yeah, people are showing... Do you think... Do you think that Jiminy could just write in whatever he wants and then digitize it. Oh, weird. I guess so. Basically just make a journal holodeck. Oh, I don't want that. He's like, and then and then we helped Tarzan and there were no copyright issues and then he can go into uh, Deep Jungle. He's like, and then there was all the hot cricket ladies. <laughs> also these hot cricket babes surrounding me. And that would be just like the holodeck. <laughs> You don't know, because you've never actually watched Star Trek, but yeah, that does happen. I've watched some Star Trek. I don't know if I've actually seen any Deck episodes, but I get the concept. Yeah. It's a place you go to put hot cricket ladies. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know that it was entirely about crickets. That's right. Yeah. It can, only, it can make everything, but everything has to be crickets. Or is this a B-movie situation, and for some reason, uh, it's okay for bugs to interbreed? Yes. That's probably an episode at some point. There's a lot of them. of of Star of Star Trek. There's just so many episodes of Star Trek that has to have happened at some point. <laughs> the episode where they all watch B movie. Yeah. <laughs> the episode where Jiminy gets his journal and writes in, and then I met Barry B. Benson, and he was my B boyfriend. <laughs> yes, I'm a connoisseur of the of <laughs> of old Earth. One of my favorites is the B movie. Is that your Seinfeld impression? Yeah, it's my Seinfeld impression. <laughs> I assume that was uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I'm not the best at impressions, but you get the gist. That's not true. We do the perfect impressions every every week on the podcast. Yeah, I do one impression with my elbow pit, and that's it. <laughs> uh, Riku... Oh, he does it again, because... Oh, yeah, first of all, Donald and Goofy say that they'll come back with everyone else, which is even... Even weirder than it already was. Right. The idea of them bringing actual Sora and Riku here and digitizing them to meet their data selves. I think I would hate that, but... Well, uh, I'll just spoil it right now. That has not happened. I guess I can't guarantee that it will never happen, but it hasn't happened. All right. Sora would love it, though. Like, you know Sora would. Oh, sure. Yeah. I would hate it, but Sora wouldn't. A data self is just a friend you haven't met. That's right. Until you've met them, then they're a friend you have met. Uh, but then it happens again because Riku is like, oh, that's right. I wanted to tell you, uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you once you're back out. He did it. He did it twice. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this is like a result of the, because I don't know that we've really addressed the fact that Coded originally was like an episodic game. Where they would, like, release a new chapter once in a while. Oh, so they're, like, stringing you along a little bit? Maybe. I don't know, though, because I'm I'm pretty sure that this whole part here is one episode. I don't know. Got it. 
But they they say goodbye and they go through the portal. Chip and Dale are here and they say, oh, thank God you're back. Um, and then Riku appears on the screen and says, I guess Sora and I are done for now. And they're like, what do you mean? And he says, well, because the journal is restored, I'm going to get reset and Sora's going to get reset. Okay, this, this doesn't make any sense. Well, yes, this is the thing I talked about last time where I'm like, do does Sora exist in every state that he would exist in throughout the entire journal all at once? Like it, it is really weird to think that that you have a reset state or anything, you know, in a linear story that's made into data. Yeah, I don't really know what this means, but I do have a note, uh, an explanation from Nomura that don't don't get your hopes up. It's not satisfying, <laughs> but okay. I do have it later because there's. Oh wait, was that? Is that next time? Oh, it is from next time. Shit. Okay. Well, don't 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 get your hopes up about it anyway. It's not going to make it make any sense. But the the gist of what's happening here is that apparently uh the fact that they were created in the datascape to serve a particular purpose means that once they've accomplished their objective, they just get reset back to normal data that's not what they said though it is it not he said the journal is going to go back to its original state everything else will be reset the whole adventure will be erased from our memories yeah i guess it's just different than saying we did our we we've we've achieved our purpose the computer's gonna like reset us that i don't know they just feel like different ideas but sure yeah yeah i don't know i don't know but everyone's sad about it except for Sora and Riku. Sora's really chill about it, considering that I feel like he should be a little sadder to lose his memories of his friends. He, he just doesn't, he, he doesn't get it. <laughs> he doesn't understand. No, he says, Riku explained it to me. I know it's not what we would all want, but if that's the way everything is meant to be, and Jiminy's like, oh, but it's such a shame that you'll lose all your memories after everything you did for us, and Sora's like, eh, whatever. Eh, I won't know. Who cares? he says like we'll still be here even if we don't have our memories our our adventure may not be found in the journal but you'll always find us in our hearts in your hearts rather and then he says just remember me and riku and then who knows i mean fair enough we know that we know that memories will float around you know um just just keep it vague unchained in our hearts or whatever something might happen uh, Sora says, give the us out there our best, which is a funny line. Yeah. Uh, Datasora says, hi. What? Oh, okay. Hi, Datasora. Is that a friend? <laughs> hey, Riku, my journal wishes you the best. Oh. My journal that is you, uh, wishes you the best. <laughs> my journal that's wearing you like a skin suit. <laughs> well, not anymore. It was, but it, it was, yeah. Anyway. Uh, we then get a wild, wild screen because the, there's like a, a scary red light blinking on the computer and it says data recovery 100% data assembly complete glitch found in darkness awakening dark glitch delete data scape. Yes. No. Y E S. Wow. Yeah. This is really something. It's really scary and cool, right? I kind of like it, but this is very... It's a dark glitch. I 
I mean, it's taken me a long time to get my head around what is even happening here, and we'll we'll get into it very shortly, but this glitch found in darkness awakening dark glitch. I have no idea what that means. Like, why would that be, like, programmed into the journal? Well, I assume it's like, they put the data together and now the virus is activated. I guess. Uh, yeah. And the datascape gets another data quake, and Riku says, this one's really bad, like, even bad than usual. I gotta lock down the datascape permanently to make sure this thing never gets loose. Oh, and then we get one of the best lines of all time, because Jiminy says, Both Maleficent and Pete are still inside the datascape, too. We can't let them be deleted, can we? Even if I've never been their biggest fan, they're not made of data. That's true, Mickey. Data can die all that all at once. <laughs> oh my god. And Sora says, uh, I'm gonna go save Pete and Maleficent. And he jumps into the keyhole, and Pete and Maleficent are fighting a data dark side, and Pete is ready to give up. But Maleficent says, any less of an opponent than this would be an insult to me. That's some good and Maleficent stuff. We love Maleficent. I, I, God, there's some Maleficent stuff later that I cannot wait to talk about. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sora appears and realizes that this dark side is the same one that he fought on the island. He, he had assumed that it was destroyed, but it fell into the same dark portal that took him but didn't, to didn't, Traverse Town. Didn't we just establish that Riku brought it there to fight him? Riku didn't, like, bring it there. He just opened the keyhole that Sora went into to fight it. Because he fights ah. all the, like, bosses in the keyholes. He brought... Okay, he just brought Sora there. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, but th it's it's very strong. It's way stronger than before. Uh, so Sora, Sora tells them to get to safety, and Maleficent is like, I will never take orders from you! <laughs> and Pete's, Pete is leaving already. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just wanted to be a hacker. I didn't want to fight the dark these heartless. <laughs> That's a very reasonable expectation to have about hacking. It is. How often does this happen? All the time. It's not his fault. All the time, you know. Uh the dark side like swipes at them and they just disappear. I don't remember in what way they disappeared. Yeah, yeah, me neither. But they're gone for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the dark side says in text only. We don't get a we don't get a Vanitas Haley Joel Osment twisted voice here. Right. Uh, it says rage, hatred, and now glitches to feed my darkness. <laughs> <laughs> it's so twisted. Uh, and Riku, who's still outside, has a realization. He says. Uh, he, he he works it out. He says, Jiminy would have written about the time that you became a Heartless. Which means if there's a Sora avatar in the world of Data, there would also be a representation of the, the Heartless that Sora was. Sure. Sure. And the... He says the record of that heartless vanished along with everything else in the journal. Uh, I don't really know it. Oh, I, yeah, I, I'm okay. I get. He's talking about when when the contents of the journal were erased. In, yeah, uh, chain of memories. Fine. Um, he says even after Sora and oh my god, that's right, that's right. 
Even after Sora and his friends got their memories back, the journal stayed blank, which up to this point we had assumed was just, well, it was erased. There's no reason for it to come back. Mm -hmm. But no. The Sora says, so wait, Riku, are you saying that this heartless inside the journal is the reason that the pages were never restored? And Riku replies, it makes sense. It really doesn't. Because <laughs> there's all sorts of Heartless in this journal. Why would this be the one that would stop? Anyway, whatever. It makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. I, I, they, he told us it does. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, yeah, it makes sense. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be allowed to say it if it wasn't true. <laughs> That's true. That's right. That 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 would make this a game rated M, and so they couldn't sell it. I'm just imagining that Nomura in his office, he had like a like a glass case with a little note inside that says it makes sense. And he's like, if if I ever am in a am I completely backed into a corner, this is the nuclear option. I I can break the glass and have one of the characters announce that something makes sense. I can only do it once. Is this the only time he does this? I can't think of any other time yeah. that a character insists that, that what's happening makes sense. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so that's that's it's it's Sora's data heartless. Great. <laughs> I mean that I'm fine with. I don't understand like the the idea that Sora's data self has been going on an adventure and getting stronger, and meanwhile his heartless like I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's all right. The idea that that. The heartless in the journal. I mean, it comes back to the the constant problem that I have with with uh, recoded, which is I just can't get my head around the idea that before the journal was digitized, there were people inside of it doing things. You know, right? Do I do I just need to accept that this is one of those classic examples of something having a heart that you wouldn't think has a heart? I I I think that is it, but we do just have the problem of that of like the these memories shouldn't be able to do anything that didn't happen to them in real life, right? Like, wouldn't like any time someone has a journal, if they write about something bad happening, <laughs> would it be like, oh, be careful not to write about bad things happening in your journal? The the mystical representations of those bad things will take over and start erasing stuff and writing poetry in the back. Well, that's what's really crazy about this, too, is, like, usually I can, like, find a line for, like, what the metaphor is. I don't even know if there is one this time. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I would say that it doesn't make sense, but Riku told me that it does. And isn't, isn't a heartless your heart um, away from your body? Right. Yes. And so, when, so the heartless should have been reabsorbed into Datasora at some point. Yeah, but but again, Datasora is like Sora at the beginning of his journey. So it's like I. Yeah. Okay. But then the heartless Sora wouldn't exist yet. I guess. Like, I mean, I guess is this implying that some part of Sora's heart didn't reabsorb into him, and in the real world, part of his heart's out there doing stuff. I mean that's a that's a messy question considering stuff about like Ventus and Roxas. But yeah, I don't think so. Okay, 
then yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. But that's fine. It's dark data eating. It's eating glitches. It's getting swole on glitches and darkness. And I don't think that I don't think that we need to get as silly as dark data. Oh no, wait. Uh, yeah, it says that uh, it's dark data. Got that written down here in quotes, huh? I guess it is dark data. Hmm. What is dark data? I don't know. Well, anyway, <laughs> Riku, uh, uh, Sora says, why, why didn't fixing the data weaken this corrupt, dark, heartless data thing, whatever? And Riku says, well, think of it this way. All right, this will make sense. In the real world, when you defeat a heartless, it releases a heart, but... These aren't real heartless. These are data representations of a heartless. But because they are, they represent a heartless, because they do what a heartless does, they release something when you destroy them, but it's not a heart. So what are they releasing? It must not have been the hearts. You must have been releasing the minds of the data heartless. And your data heartless has been gathering all of those dark intentions. Quote, that's where it gets its power from dark data. Boo. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) That's stupid. That's stupid. This doesn't make sense. Oh, sorry. It makes sense, though. I guess I guess I, I kind of get what he's saying, which is like, forget forget the dark data and the dark intentions the the heartless in the data world are basically programmed to act the way that a heartless does so the way that a heartless works is that when you destroy it it releases something and another a bigger heartless can absorb that something that's a true thing that we know so they're they're going through the the motions of releasing something from a heartless and something stronger absorbs it i I could have accepted that if you hadn't brought dark data into it. Why, why does it have to be the mind? Why isn't it just like, oh, they release a representation of a heart and then this thing's eating it? It could have just been that. Right. Like, you didn't even need to say any of this. Just be like, he could have, he literally could have just said, well, think of it. Think of it this way. In the real world, heartless release something that can be absorbed by a stronger heartless. So that's what's happened here. And you can call it dark data. That's fine. <laughs> Well, yes, you can call it dark data. I mean, it's it's dark data in the same way that uh, the data that a fucking MP3 file is made of is music data. I mean, I guess it is. Yeah, it's data about darkness. <laughs> data that contains darkness. <laughs> I, I this part's this part sucks. I'm sorry. I hate this part. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes Coda just makes you want to scream. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am, I'm still having fun with it, but Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, um, does Dark Data come up in another game? No. Okay, then good. I feel okay then. <laughs> I feel okay then. I don't even think here. Let me check the wiki. I don't think it even has an article on the wiki. It's a fun search. Nope, there is no no article for dark data. I don't even think... Is there even an article for data? There's not even an article for data on the wiki. The people who run the wiki are like, whatever's going on there, it's none of my problem. <laughs> yeah, the best... I, I found like a really long Reddit post about it, and that's it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Those are gonna happen. Yeah. Um, 
Meanwhile, in the middle of this conversation, the giant Heartless is just standing there, <laughs> just listening to this. It's taking his time. I'll let you, yeah, you, you work this out and then we can fight. Uh, and Sora says uh, that he'll fight it so that it doesn't get into the real world. And then he fights it and we just skip to after he beats it. That's fine. Uh, and then the the dark side says even more of the same thing from before. It says rage, hatred, glitches to feed my darkness and soon hearts to sate my hunger. And then it becomes a shadow version of Sora and then Sora beats the shadow version, but then the dark side reappears, so whatever. <laughs> nice try, loser. Great. <laughs> uh, but then Sora tries to attack the dark side, but his keyblade disintegrates, and he says, no, but then Mickey appears and says, yeah, I, I went back in. I gotcha, bud. Uh, when the darkness starts to close in, you can always find your light inside. By which I mean that I, Mickey Mouse, used Chippendale's digitizer la- uh, laser to re-enter the world of the journal. Whenever I'm feeling sad, Mickey Mouse does appear with this keyblade and helps me out. <laughs> it, it is fun. I do like it as sort of a callback to the fact that Mickey can show up to save Sora in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, it could. it could be that, yeah. He like, he loves to do it. He does. Um, and then Sora gets his Keyblade back. They beat it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that is what happens. And they go back to Hollow Bastion. I mean, I'm sure that there's a boss fight there, but it's right. not here. Yep. Uh, they go back to Hollow Bastion, and Riku is just like awkwardly standing there with Pete and Maleficent, and he says, "I found them drifting through a rift in the data." <laughs> I'd love to see that. We get a great Pete line here where he he goes, Sayonari to the one, two, three of you. That's pretty good. And then Riku, like, escorts them out. (laughs) Yeah, get get out of here. I will show you the door. Yeah. Please leave. (laughs) Um, And Mickey says, okay, this is goodbye for real, because now the journal really is going to be restored, and you really will lose your memories. And Sora says... What's this lump in my throat? Is this a glitch? Aw. Which is, it's cute and sad, but also a very stupid line. Yeah, I I, I didn't mind this one. He's a data boy, it's fine. Uh, Mickey says, that's just what goodbye feels like. And uh, this this adventure has brought back a lot of really important memories and feelings. And I promise that I'm going to tell the other Sora and Riku about everything that happened here. To make this into a journey that all of us will share. The memories of what happened here will always connect us, and we'll be friends forever. And Sora says, that's right, your majesty. And Mickey doesn't correct him, which is fucked up, because he always told Riku to call him Mickey. Yeah, well, scummy Data can call me your majesty. Um... (laughs) Look, let's not forget the difference between the two of us, okay? I, Riku, it's fine, but you are beneath me. You are barely real. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just trying to, I, I would like to be in Sora and Riku's shoes when Mickey tells them the story and they go, okay, okay. What? What? <laughs> and then the Heartless had a bunch of dark data and it found a glitch and then you had to fight it and it became a shadow Sora and then it became a shadow Heartless. I don't think Riku would even stick around to listen to that whole story. <laughs> Well, we see we see Sora and Riku reading the letter at the end of two. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
And they're they're smiling pretty big. They love it. They're like, this is awesome. I wish I had been there to enjoy this great story. Oh, uh, yeah. It makes sense, was written on the top of the letter. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> the following makes sense. There's a part where it's like... Where it's like, and then Riku and Sora figured out that the Heartless, blah, blah, blah. Which makes sense. <laughs> Sora's like, oh, that makes sense. It does make sense. It sounds like it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh... So, we go to Maleficent and Pete, who are, like, walking through this sort of void that I guess is, like, the edge of the datascape as they as they return to the real world. And Maleficent says, well, one thing has become clear. Why the world that they call the datascape seemed so familiar. A book known as the Ancient Book of Prophecies. It's said to be capable of transcribing events that have yet to take place. Okay. What do you think of that? I think that I don't care about it. <laughs> oh, well, you better start to care oh, about no. it. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, Pete suggests uh, if we get the Book of Prophecies, we'll have the the power of all knowledge that there could ever be. And we'll be able to take over all the worlds. And Maleficent uh, says that according to the legend, the Book of Prophecies can conjure worlds of beings and powers that are yet to exist. And Pete says, that just sounds like fairy tale stuff. Too good to be true. And she says, why can a fairy tale not be true? Which is very uh, fitting. Right. Considering that she is a fairy. Right. That, yeah, her life is I a would fa- imagine that's pretty offensive to her. I was like, her life is a fairy tale. Literally. <laughs> My life is a fairy tale for real. Yeah. <laughs> me, me with Pete in the datascape. <laughs> uh, but she says, "Don't wouldn't you agree that uh, the legend of the Book of Prophecy is very similar to the datascape? Uh, and I don't know if this is intentional, if it's like imp- it, on purpose wordplay, but Maleficent is suggesting that this data world in which you can, as far as she seems to understand it, this world that she's in is giving them access to worlds from the past. They're, they're going into worlds and seeing events that have already happened with people who were there at the time in the, in the state that they were in at the time. And the fact that she's calling it the date escape as in like, getting away from the time and date of your own origin. That's really funny if that is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what makes sense to her because she's a medieval fairy who doesn't know what a computer is. Yeah, they they keep saying datascape and she's like, ah, you have unshackled yourself from time with the datascape. Ah, clever. Um, I should say, it's not that I don't care, I just, like, I don't really get why she jumps to a computer being the same as this Book of Prophecies. I mean, she makes the parallel, but it's, like, it's literally the reverse, and with a lot more limitations, it would seem like. I guess if her idea is that the Book of Prophecies has a record of everything that will ever happen, that would mean you could use it to go to the past. So it's, like, one half of that. Okay, sure. Yeah, I I can understand her logic if she... I mean, why does she think any of this in the first place? That we don't know. Well, because she said it's capable of transcribing events that yet to take place, and this has done none of that. So, I, I don't know. Whatever. 
Yeah, but I mean, if if I if I wrote down one week ago what happened yesterday, I was still take I was still writing about uh, an event yet to transpire. Just then, it did. Yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> it's still in there. It's actually it's Maleficent. Basically, is the idea of the Book of Prophecies is just a fucking like simulation. <laughs> Is it? Does it take the past events and simulate forward, and that's what that's what all it is? Oh, you mean like uh, you mean like when they use like a supercomputer to simulate like uh, planets in orbit and stuff like right, that? Right. When like people before like a football season like have Madden simulate the season like five times, and then they're like, <laughs> "That's how it's going to go." I think it's like that. That's what that's she, right. thinks. she thinks. She thinks that the Book of Prophecies is just my uncle works at Square Enix and he's got all the Kingdom Hearts games that they haven't released yet. That's right. That's what she thinks it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Book of Prophecies is the Kingdom Hearts 4 Prima Official Strategy Guide. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. yeah that makes sense to me. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the Book of Prophecies, This you will not be surprised to learn. This is not the last we'll hear of it. Um so yeah, just keep keep the question in mind of where did she hear about this? Is it real? What can it do? Those are all good questions to keep in mind as we go forward. Okay. Uh but yeah, she she thinks that in the same way that the Book of Prophecies can allegedly let you visit the future, this date escape lets you visit the past. And she says maybe there's a link between their so-called journal and the Book of Prophecies, and we should look into that link. And then she says, we need to take possession of this data. I don't like that she knows that it's data, because then it doesn't make sense that she thinks it's datascape, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess she she thinks that data is a word that involves time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, she just doesn't understand the concept of the word data. All right, that's good. Yeah. I think she, I think she's heard them say the word enough times, and they're like, it's made of data, it's made of dark data. She's like, all right, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but if this is the date escape, then the data must be something to do with the date. Yeah, it's the, the, the time. Okay, got it, great. <laughs> we need to take possession of this dark time. That sounds cool. Uh, we go to Sora and Mickey, who are standing in a void. I, I assume that the idea is that this was Hollow Bastion, but the data is being reset, so the world is kind of blanked out around them. Yeah, I think um, so. But uh, they smile and shake hands, and Mickey leaves through a portal, and Sora locks it with his keyblade, and then they return to the castle, and Chip and Dale call them over to the computer... And we see a little cartoon Sora jumping up and down on the screen with the words, Thanks, guys! I did love that a lot. That was good to That's see. That's great. Yeah. It does remind us of Tron. It does remind me of Tron. Uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but great. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the art style that this little cartoon Sora was in was actually a... Uh, a little reference because in the original coded there was some sort of like online multiplayer element to it where you could make a little avatar of yourself uh okay yeah and i think this sora is the same art style as that uh yeah that's that's it for this part next time we will there's gonna be a weird feeling of like soft reboot next time oh, okay <laughs> because i think I think that our final viewing will be... I think that this was, like, the original ending, 
and then they released like a surprise final episode and that's what we'll be talking about next time oh okay got it yeah actually i think a lot of what we saw this time even was not in the game originally i'm pretty sure all the maleficent and pete stuff is new to recoded hmm got it which is weird because it kind of i feel like it's rare in this series that they will like make something no longer canon but yeah the original coded is not canon anymore oh that yeah that's fascinating yeah this is wish us duck okay this is a segment where we try to sound like donald duck do we want to say something about uh dark data let's see we could do maybe one of uh data heartless sora's quotes you could say rage, hatred, glitches to feed my darkness, and soon hearts to sate my hunger, which is pretty long. <laughs> That's classic, Donald. It's cla- We could just, uh, or, hmm, hmm. We could just say rage, hatred, and now glitches to feed my darkness. Maybe if you want to take the coward's way out. I'm saying all those words. Okay, fine. Great. I'll do it, too. <laughs> Let me rev up my elbow. <laughs> I haven't done this in two weeks. Yeah, same. Wow. <laughs> No, that's Wario. I thought it was alright. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Okay. I know, right? Oh, apparently. We gotta wrangle Donald. You can't take a week off, I guess. Um, <laughs> you really can't. <laughs> and Samuel must, must be doing it 24 <laughs> 7. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh no. I've lost it entirely. Uh-oh. All right, let Uh-oh. me. All right. <clears throat> oh no. All right, this is my last try. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> I can't do it at all. Oh no! Which words was those? <laughs> it was all. It was the first two. Um. Well, hey, I, this uh, this segment is an honest journal, if you will. Of our progress, and no one said the progress always had to be forwards. Yeah, sorry, I got a lump in my throat, and it's dark data, and it kept me from doing the voice this week. There's a glitch in your throat. Yeah. Wow. They put bugs in you. Oh, no. Okay, well, oh. That's fine. This is this is all part of the journey. That'll just make right. it more triumphant next time when you do a perfect Donald Duck. Voice. Well, and it's like you know, it's like we said at the beginning. I said we were just doing it week to week, with no practicing, and and then that's what we're doing. So that's right. Yeah, I noticed. Hey, I noticed your brother's been very mean to you on your on your podcast whenever he forces you to do Donald Duck voice, and I'd like to hear him try basically. <laughs> it upsets me that he is actually not bad at it. oh really oh okay i'm still catching up so yeah it but i appreciate you defending me i do agree that my brother is very mean to me at all times uh and i've certainly never been very mean to him no, in my entire life no you're so kind to him all the time uh i don't i don't know if we have an official name for our, our kingdom hearts fan and wiki segment just yet Oh, yeah. We should, yeah. Sorry, I broke my arm and I couldn't think about it anymore. Oh, Morg suggested dive to the wiki. That's not bad. I feel like it's not 
quite there, but I like it for now. I'll I'll, I'll keep brainstorming. It's it's tentatively called Dive to the Wiki, though. Yeah. This is this is the Dive to the Wiki. Here we go. Uh, I'm I'm currently looking at Nathaniel Karoshia. Can I look at Nathaniel Karoshia, or do I just have to? Oh, you already are. Oh well, yeah, I am looking at him. That's true. He looks <laughs> a, he looks a little bit like somebody's fan drawing of Sosuke Eisen from 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 Bleach, but I'm sure that's a coincidence. Well, I like that it's uh, there's a citation immediately after his name. Nathaniel Karoshia brackets one. Oh. Oh my god, we oh it's not it's not a citation, it's a footnote. Nathaniel's last Ooh. name is originally Dreadbane. It was a name I picked for Pirates of the Caribbean online. What? Oh. Did that exist? Man, this is a fucking great wiki post. Now I got Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow, this did exist. Yeah. 2007. Can I play it? I see that there's a result for Pirates Online Relive the Legend, the Pirates Online Retribution Project. I don't think that that's what retribution It says Preservation Project, where I'm looking at it. Really? It it says Retribution Project on my screen. What the hell? Play game. Oh, well, the website is down. Oh, I can download this game for Windows. That seems iffy. (laughs) Wow, this ran from 2007 to 2013. Oh, I'm glad to see there's some maintenance done recently on August 17th of 2023 that Red Fury now applies to range attacks as suggested by the effect description. Thank God. Thank God. I'm so glad that we're patching this. Uh, yeah. Wow. Huh. There's fans of everything. Yeah, there there truly are. Anyway, it was a name I picked for Pirates of the Caribbean Online with its three-part name system. I changed it to Koroshia. Due to some feedback from the Bleach fanfiction wiki. For the record, uh, Koroshia is the Japanese word for, like, a hitman. Oh. Uh. Nathaniel Hitman. Nathaniel Hitman is the main protagonist of Kingdom Hearts Arcana. He is the head of the Koroshia noble family and captain of the Kingdom Guard, as well as the first soul reaper to wield a keyblade, Bleach. He is the current master of his son, Zane, and the former master of Ericus, Xehanort, and Braig. Sorry, when I hear Zane, I just think of, um, uh, oh, uh, my brain not work. The guy from One Direction? No, I think of that game where you're playing, like, an old-style BBS cop. What the fuck is that game? Hypnospace Outlaw. I just think of Hypnospace oh, Outlaw. Oh, yeah. 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 Is Zane the cool kid who's, like, bullying people? Yeah, the one that made Slayer X, the ter- Terminal Aftermath. Yeah. Uh, Nathaniel, he's he's a thousand years old. He's from the Soul Society. He's got his Zanpakuto, his uh, Hiyuchishi no Otome, and his Keyblade, the Court Guard. Uh, he is alive, which is good. Do we have any quotes from him? That's the only thing I care about. I'm seeing something special in his relationship section. Um, Ooh. One of his relationships is with Flintlass. Um, unlike those of other Soul Reapers, Nathaniel has a romantic relationship with his Zanpakuto. Unlike other Soul Reapers, he kisses his sword. He kisses his sword. One of the things he has is Storge, or familial love, which gradually stem from his and Flintlass's relationship. What is... F- <laughs> he links to... It's the, okay, it's Flintlass a, is the spirit of his sword. Yeah, and Storge, or Storgi, Storgi apparently is the ancient Greek for familial love. Are you, look, are you looking at Flintlass? I, um, oh, I have not yet. She looks great. She's got 
red high heel boots. She sure is hiding uh, her hands behind her back a little bit. <laughs> She's got like a weird little sort of it's either a skirt over shorts or it's like a half apron, but then she has a belly button hole cut out in her shirt in the shape of a triangle. It's like a boob window for her belly button. <laughs> oh, and there's a, there's a good photo of Flint Lass without her hat. I like that one. Yeah, she looks great. Um, no quotes from her, unfortunately. <gasps> oh, it's a combination of Cutlass and Flintlock. Yeah. Because it's like a pirate yeah. thing. Hey, um, look at the gallery and you'll see a connection to our the greater Dive to the Wiki universe in here. Oh, she's hanging out with Troy's Nixetienne. Hmm. I mean, who wouldn't want to, you know? That's true. <laughs> All right, I need to get some quotes from Nathaniel Karoshia. Okay. Let's yeah. see. What yeah. is he? Okay, well, that's a Photoshop where he's just Photoshopped over Ericus. Uh, disrespect. Um, <laughs> Souls as far as the eye can see, and I can't help but feel lonely. Why do the only ones who can contend with my might in this universe always turn against me? It saddens me so. To Sephiroth. <laughs> uh, Why? What does that mean? Why the what, the only ones who are strong enough for me to fight them always turn against me? Isn't that good? Yeah, I don't know. I'm merely telling you my concerns. I don't want history to repeat itself. And then if you mouse over you, it links to... Jushiro Ukitake on the Bleach fan and wiki. Oh no, sorry, that's the Bleach wiki. Yeah, that this is an just, actual character. Yeah, this is Ukitake. He's one of the captains. I don't remember him. It's been a long time since I watched Bleach. Did, did you see what I his? I don't see what the problem is. We're just two gods of death having a little chat. And if you mouse over we're, it links to Hades. Uh, <laughs> I like the battle quotes personally, such as yeah. "shut," which is his blocking. Shut. That's his blocking attack. Words just don't like you. Hoo-hoo. Masterly and farewell, which is block slash retaliate. Ooh, he's got quotes for when he switches between his Zanpakuto and his Keyblade. Mm-hmm. The true will when he switches to his Keyblade. When he when he takes out two Keyblades, he goes, unchained. I like when switching to Zanpakuto because it's fucking stupid and it's pride on the blade. Pride on the blade. This is my wife. <laughs> Hold on, let me give her a kiss. <laughs> uh, it, it, it didn't. Say, it said it was a familial love, right? No, it says romantic. But then familial, what? a he, romantic relationship of familial love. Yeah. What's the problem? No, nothing. I like the quote that he says during battle, but we don't get to know when. Which is paradise is nowhere. So I guess he probably just, like, at intervals, he just says, Paradise is nowhere. <laughs> Get them, you fools! Paradise, Paradise is, is nowhere. nowhere. Paradise is nowhere. Mwah, my blade. Love my sword. Nathaniel is known to many as an enigma. His behavior tends to change due to the situation. He was commented as carefree as Shunsui Kyoraku and as noble as Jushiro Ukitake. But others say he can be a real maniac sometimes. He generally acts well-mannered and acts respectfully to his superiors. That said, he rarely talks behind their backs. He had once called Ukitake a pedophile in his early years, but insists it was Sasuke's idea. Why would you do that? Sasuke of Naruto, or is there a Sasuke... Oh, there's a a footnote. This was added in for humor, largely on the fact that Jushiro Ukitake often gives Toshiro Hitsugaya candy because of the latter's short height and childlike temper. There's a lot going on here. 
Ugh. Ooh, I just want to read these footnotes. Okay, here. Uh, so there's a, there's a section about his Zanpakuto. For anyone who isn't familiar with Bleach, it's the special sword that the Soul Reapers get. Don't worry about it. Uh, his is called the Hyuchishi no Otome, which means Flint's Maiden. <laughs> uh, its sealed state takes the form of a katana with a silver guard that curves around the hilt and meets with the pommel, similar to that of a cutlass, along with a with blood red hilt wrapping. Halfway from either end of the blade is a three-inch-long gap that has no sharp edge and curves on the inside. And then there's a footnote on that. I have a plastic cutlass. I I used once for Halloween with the apostrophe, the way that people used to write it for some reason. <laughs> the blade is flimsy, so when I tried sword fighting with someone, a piece broke off. That curved shape is where I got the inspiration for the Zanpakuto's unique design. It's so unique, it looks like a plastic sword I got. I I wish I could see what the sword looks like, but it just takes me to the article for the girl. There's a picture of him holding a blade, but that is just Ericus's blade, right? Pretty much. Uh, I see one of him holding Ericus's keyblade. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Um, did you read the uh, quote? It, actually, it, it is an original keyblade. Okay. Did you read the quote at the top that Nathaniel said to Ericus? Oh, I I don't know if I did. What what was it? Everything creates a shadow. If you want light to rule over all, then you must rid the world of everything else. Oh, so in this fiction, he was the one who made Ericus be such a hater of darkness. I guess so. Wait, we've got this. Sorry, I thought that this was prequel stuff. I didn't realize there's journal entries for what he was up to during the games. Yeah, he, he also, has a yeah. Oh, these are journal entries for, like, when you meet him, a mysterious man who appeared on the meandering pathway. He told Sora to, quote, not lose sight of the light, but not to ignore the darkness. He disappeared in a gust of wind. (laughs) The organization's, oh, this is from, from his journal entry in Days, the organization's honorary 13th. He controls the samurai nobodies. Oh, this is a Roxas erasure and has a soul stronger than the others. He claims to assist the organization in completing its goal, but it seems he has his own agenda. Just what could he be planning? What could he be planning? Uh, There's way too much here. I can't. We can't read all of this right now, but I want to. Yeah, I just found a Spartan that's in Kingdom Hearts, like, like from Halo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it could. Oh, he. Uh, uh, Nathaniel Koroshia also invented the black coat. That's nice. Yeah. Destiny's Reach. That's yeah. the name of the Spartan? I, Master Chief Petty Officer No-Zero-Zero-A, Destiny's Reach. I don't think we have time for for this one. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Destiny's Reach is uh, a, a separate game, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about this next week. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. There's one. There's a trivia note here that I have to read because I'm looking at it. All right. Unlike the other characters Malevolence creates, she is the only one based on Halo. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet I bet that's true. Thank you, Malevolence. I can't wait to learn more about No Noe Zero Zero A. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Noe or No. Probably Noe, given the wiki. Well, I, I can't wait to this character's so fucking cool. It's so cool. Anyway, <laughs> okay, I need to close this tab or I'll look at it forever. uh i think that's it for this week yeah 
Next week, we're going to finish Kingdom Hearts Recoded, and then we will be moving on to, I think, I think Dream Drop Distance, maybe, I'll have to look up what came out when. I think it's Dream Drop Distance before we're going to do Union Cross, the mobile game, but I'll, I'll have figured that out next time. Okay. We don't have any questions this week, but as a reminder, if you do have any questions, you can send them in anytime to cohost.org slash soundsaboutlight slash ask. We are on cohost at Sounds About Light. I am on cohost at Positive Stress, and you can listen to my other podcast, Dr. Huh, where we just watched a good until it's not episode with uh, the 12th Doctor called Smile. And next time we'll be watching an I don't know how good it is episode also with the 12th Doctor called The Lie of the Land. You can find me on co-host at Achilles Healy's, and you can listen to me sometimes on the F Plus, and as your credit, um, go listen to the lottery episode of the F Plus. It's very good. You gotta listen to the lottery episode. You'll win every time. It's got all the best numbers. There's so many good numbers in it, is the thing, and so you- The numbers are really good, and what I like about it is that they give you so many numbers that uh, if you wanted to play all of them, it would only cost you all of the money that you have. But think about when you would win the lottery, though. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, so listen to that and you will win the lottery. It's true. Can we say that? Yeah. I guarantee guarantee it. (laughs) Disclaimer, if you listen to that episode, you will win the lottery. Yeah, I don't know why more people don't listen to the F+. (laughs) (laughs) We're hosted on noisepace.xyz where you can listen to other podcasts such as Zero to Zero, who I can now uh, legally say are watching the Spider-Man tokusatsu uh you can check out prime cuts about transformers you can check out a new podcast with helga and joe talking about the prisoner called local service only oh i've seen that show have you no all right well it's good it was a long time ago that i watched it i don't think i fully understood it i was pretty young to be watching something surreal whoa this is old too okay looks neat yeah i was i took a a science fiction class in middle school and we watched the prisoner that's wild that that was a choice but cool (laughs) yeah it was cool i i liked watching the prisoner i don't know if i fully (laughs) understood what was happening if only there was somewhere that i could go they would explain it to me. That'd be great, but probably not. Oh, <laughs> the podcast local service only on noisepace.xyz. Wow. Now there's an idea. Yeah. Um. Well, he's he's not in this game, but he's forever in our hearts. Xehanort, we miss you. We love you. We we keep your spirit alive every week when we say Keyblade. Keyblade. <laughs> I think my throat's I think my I think my throat's too dry. I don't know. <sighs> Ducks die when they're not wet. Ducks die when they're not wet. We've been over this. I broke my elbow and I broke my Donald Duck. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Bye. Oh well. Bye. Bye. It's your heartless, Sora. My heartless? You once turned into a heartless. Though you may not remember, it was recorded into the journal along with everything else. Then it vanished. Your memories disappeared too, but you managed to get those back. For some reason though, the pages of the journal, they stayed blank. 
And you think my Heartless is responsible for that? It makes sense. 